Welcome to the Life Untapped podcast, where we help you rediscover your potential so that you feel confident, clear, and independent. Have you inadvertently put yourself last all these years by putting others first, only to wake up in your midlife and find yourself lost in the shuffle? Girl, I have so been there. Let me share with you the lessons I've learned to create a new direction to rediscover yourself. Together, let's go on a journey of mastering your potential, tapping into the power that already exists inside of you. We'll talk confidence, self-care, organization, health and well-being, money mindsets, financial hacks, and how to kick your limiting beliefs to the curb for good. We will find and establish your vision, get crystal clear on it. This is your blueprint, your life untapped. I'm your host, Francine Rivera, lifestyle consultant and certified health coach. I'm also the founder of the Life Untapped Coaching System, where you can earn as you learn with our affiliate program. Check it out at thelifeuntapped.com and grab our free mini course, The Guilt-Free Balanced Life, while you are there. Are you ready for your blueprint? Let's dig in. Hey, welcome to the show. I am excited to bring you Kwavi, and she is a certified life coach, author, and international speaker for women in their 50s and beyond. She is a passionate advocate on promoting a positive narrative on female ageism. She helps women in their 50s and over create a life more exciting than their past. She uses powerful tools and empowering knowledge to help them take control of their lives on their own terms and embrace midlife as a fascinating and exciting journey. She uses one-on-one coaching, group coaching programs, and international retreats to inspire women all over the world to transform their lives. She also hosts the Simply Vibrant Life, which is a seven-day international retreat, which she has hosted in Thailand, Indonesia, and Morocco. Her next retreat will be September 2022 and will be hosted in Greece. Kwabi enjoys helping women 50 and over. However, her true passion is sharing with women the knowledge and tools to make informed decisions on leading and maintaining a lifestyle on their own terms. She received her degree in information technology from Thames Valley University in the United Kingdom. And she's obtained a master's in medical informatics degree from Northwestern University in Chicago. She's trained with the Well Coaches School of Coaching, a program endorsed by the American College of Sports Medicine and Harvard University, and is a certified weight coach through the Life Coach School. Kwavi is also a wife and mother to two teenage boys. She's a blogger with the Huffington Post and Thrive and has been featured on CBS, NBC, Best Self Magazine, and the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Welcome, Kwavi. Hello, Francine. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you here. It's like totally this whole niche of helping women in their 50s and beyond. Yes. And I love it. <laughs> yes. Yes. So tell me, how did you get started in this? All right. So I started off as a weight loss coach and probably about three years before I turned 50, I'm 53 now. So about three years before then, I decided to do a series of interviews with women who are already in their 50s. And the goal for me was to really learn from them now, but it didn't quite turn out that way. I found out probably 80% of the women that I interviewed use the word invisible to describe themselves. And that just put me on this path where I'm like, no, no, hold up. 
these women have left, have had exciting lives. They have accumulated all this experience and now they feel invisible. And I was like, no, I'm going to, so I started to do more research and, and it's actually a thing. And so I told myself, I am going to be that poster child for encouraging women to place a priority on themselves and live this next chapter of their life on their own terms. So I was like, I am going to help women do that because I just don't think this is a time for them to kind of shrink back and fade into the shadows. No, this is a time for them to shine their light and shine. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. And so wild about invisible. And it's yeah. true. It's true. Like mm-hmm. I, I felt myself feeling like that after a while. You're like, all right, what's next? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. And life does not end at 50. No, <laughs> it's it just the second chapter. <laughs> oh my goodness. There are so many exciting things happening right now. So I'm like, no. Let's look at the possibilities. <laughs> yeah, yes. And sometimes you just need somebody else to kind of like just yes. help you along because you just don't see it yourself. That's it. That's what happens. And that's why we have coaches because they see it, what we don't see for ourselves. They see that. Yeah. Yeah. So what can we as women do to change this narrative? I think one of the things, actually, the first thing women need to do, which I think, or they should at least consider, is be embracing their age. And one of the steps they can do, you actually do that is actually seeing out their age. I have met so many women that will not say their age. They're uncomfortable with it. And I, and I, and what I do is I always challenge them. I'm like, okay, you do realize by not saying your age, you're playing into this narrative that getting older is a bad thing. Like, what is that? And so I think that's the first step, like embracing your age, whatever that is. And just saying, it. I always tell women, like whenever I, I have like um, retreats or anything, that's one of the things I think we need to say our ages out openly. And I know for a lot of them it's uncomfortable, but I want them to, you know, like really figure out why that's uncomfortable for you. Like, why is that uncomfortable? And most times it stems from society's view of women that are older. They frown on older women. It's, it's, you know, we live in a very youth obsessed society. And so once we are able to at least say the name, the age out loud, and we begin to take steps. And the other thing I tell women is being older, you get to do it however you want, really, you get to decide. I mean, but the thing is you are getting older, but you get to decide what that looks like for you. Mm-hmm. No, I love it. And I've always been very truthful about my age. In fact, mm-hmm. At the time of this recording, it's October 21st. My birthday, I'll turn, I turned 57 on the 26th Yay! of October. And it's so funny because like about August of every year, mm-hmm. I stop saying I'm 56 and and, and I go up because I'm like, oh. it's close <laughs> enough. So I'm like, I'm 57. <laughs> so then by the time my birthday rolls around, I'm like, wait, am I 57 or am I 58? Because I've been saying 50s. So, so long, know, right? Yeah. And then it's funny because when, you know, you people sometimes, like you say, they embarrassed about their age or yeah. whatever it is and sometimes they go lower and I'm like yeah if I'm don't buy be, into yeah, yeah don't like buy a, into the stereotypes please you know oh my gosh no and my thing is if you're gonna lie about your age lie up so you look really good <laughs> that's it thank you exactly you know it's like no like if I said I was, yeah if I, if I told you I'm 65 I'm looking really good <laughs> right thank you I'm like let's do that instead yeah. if we're gonna do it yeah yeah <laughs> let's own it. <laughs> yeah. And I know it, it's, I know it's challenging for a lot of women because, you know, between, you know, even jobs, sometimes women get passed over for jobs when they're older, you know, you, your body's changing and that can be challenging, you know? Mm-hmm. So I do understand the challenge, but the thing is we are here 
Mm-hmm. And that's a blessing in itself. And so yes. let's just live it up. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. So yeah. Why I know you touched on this, but why do you think women feel invisible right around that age of 50? I think because it's that age where for a lot of women, they're going through menopause, for instance, or they've they're either gone through menopause or in perimenopausal stage where they begin to realize, okay, I can't have children anymore. Like things are changing. And then you live in a society that really does frown on women. I I, I like to say that society kind of tells women in their forties, okay, you're about to expire. Like that's kind of the the thing. And then when you hit 50, it's like, bam, you get an expire sticker on your forehead. You no longer exist. It's like, you no need to be seen. You don't need to be heard. You're no longer valued. Mm -hmm. And really that, and if you look around, like look on TV, for instance, when you look at commercials, the few times you see women in the fifties, not over our pharmaceutical companies, mm-hmm. you really don't see us in any other ads, oh gosh, but the strangest right. thing is we spend, we, our demographics, we spend more money than any other demographics. Seriously, we do. Yeah. yeah. If you look at the numbers, we do, but they don't cater to us. Like even the ads for clothing, they don't use us to show the clothes. I mean, I mean, we're the ones that spend a lot of money. You know, why can't a car ad have a woman in her fifties or sixties in a car ad? Why does it have mm-hmm. to be someone younger? I mean, we spend money, but they don't even target us as an audience. I was reading the other day, I was um, reading um, some research about TV ratings. The TV ratings only go up to the age of 55. After that, you know, it's more or less you don't exist. Yeah. So right. It's all over the media. It's where are you? Yeah, you see it. Culture. Yeah, yeah. You see it everywhere. And so it's it's easy for women to buy into that story of, well, I don't matter anymore. I don't need to do anything. And you kind of feel like you're almost in this dark hole somewhere. Like you don't, you're here, but you're not really here type of a thing. And so women just buy into that, unfortunately. Now we have the most buying power because you said we're the the demographics. Yeah. Do you you think it's because we're trying to chase that youth? Like, are we, are we overbuying in the beauty area or cosmetics? No, I just think, no. And when I say buying power, I'm talking about, we have more money at that point overall. That's a, yeah, we have the earning potential highest of any other group. And so we can purchase whatever we want, but I'm just saying that we have that buying power. So, and and we're spending on different things. So, cause it didn't, the survey didn't really specify like how we spend our money. It just says that we have, in terms of income, we have Mm -hmm. more income than any other generation. Yeah. No, I, I think that totally makes sense. I was just mm-hmm. wondering if much of that was spent on. It'd be interesting, right? I don't know. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause it's we're so youth obsessed. So women are yes. like, like, I don't do this. I, I don't mind. Like, I'm, I don't judge people for doing it, but I would not get Botox. That's me personally. Yeah. I don't want needles yeah. anywhere near my face, but right. I wonder if a lot of the spending is just, again, trying to look younger and keep that. Yeah. Youth. Right. Like, yeah, it is interesting. But also too, like you said, you know, I think women, I I like for women to really decide what it is that they want and just kind of embrace it. Like I did a series of interviews on Instagram in the summer and I interviewed different women who were in their fifties and over. And these were women from all over the world. I did it like over 50 days and it was and my goal was really to showcase that over 50 doesn't come in the one size fits all. That was my goal with, with the interviews. And I wanted women to know that, listen, if you want to have your hair gray, that's fine. If you want to dye your hair, that's fine. If you want to do plastic surgery, that's fine. If you don't want it, that's fine. And I want women to realize that we have to let people be. 
Like what is over 50 for you? Like you define it and you just run with it. And that's you. And, and I think society doesn't have a handle on that. Society just thinks over 50 comes in a box and it's not true. We come in all shapes, shades, and sizes. Definitely. I see a lot more women embracing the natural gray or white. Yes, I know. Right. Probably the pandemic had something to do with it. Possibly. But but then then I think when it grew out, they were like, oh, it makes my face look brighter and better. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I mean, I'm loving that I'm seeing that. Yes. I know that I think that was it. That's really interesting. And the whole movement, I think that's great. Mm -hmm. So what is a super skill that women of any age can use to be successful in life? I think it's self-love. We don't, we do not love ourselves enough. And I always like to ask the question, when you love someone, what do you do? You protect them. You care for them. You make sure they're safe. You do all these wonderful things for them. And even when you don't want to do things, you do them for them. That's what we need to do for ourselves. We don't do that. We don't do that. So true. That's sad, sad, but so true. Yeah. And think about what we can create if we loved ourselves even more. I like to use the example of my kids because I have two boys and they both play soccer. Now, my older son even plays right now. He plays in college. But they've been playing soccer for a long time. And I'm going to tell you this. There have been many times when I did not feel like taking them to soccer. I'm like, "Ah," again, because we would drive all over the place. We go to tournaments. But I did it because I love them. You know, because of the love I have for my boys, I did that. Same with my husband. Both of us would take them all over the place because we love our kids. And and the thing is, but we don't do that for ourselves. If we don't feel like doing something for ourselves, I'm not going to do that. I don't feel like doing it. We need to look at the benefit of what we're doing for ourselves and do it anyway. We need to honor the commitments that we make to ourselves. We'll honor, we'll say, okay, I'm going to do this for myself. And then when the time comes, I don't feel like doing it. I'm not going to do it. When you love yourself, you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know if that's just, well, I guess it's mostly a female mother. I think so. Put yourself last all those years. You think that's what's being a good mother is all about. And it's not really that. It's not that. It's not that. And I, and I think the other part of that is we're, we're at a time now where we really don't have time on our side. So I'm like, really? Okay. You did all that before. What about now? This is your time. Let's go. Let's do it. Yes. And you hit the nail on the head with the whole self-love. If you don't love yourself, you're mm. not going to make yourself a priority or no. keep mm. that appointment with, no, even if it's a bath at night or a workout yeah. or, or the doctor. No, right. you won't, right. you won't right. keep it. Yeah. You won't because when you love yourself, you will take care of yourself. You would do things to protect you. You do yes. that when you love yourself. Yeah. Better boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. And it's yeah. so funny because a book that I started, I haven't finished it yet. I have to get mm-hmm. back into it. Louise yeah. Hay, a mirror yes. work. I'm sure yeah. you've heard mm-hmm. of yes, it. Yes, of course. Yeah. And that is like such a, it was very uncomfortable for me in the beginning, very uncomfortable, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but like, it's so necessary. I think every female on the planet needs to read that, especially if you're 50 and above and it goes to Mm -hmm. what you're saying, self-love. Yeah. Oh yeah. We have to get back to that. We have to, we have to get back to that because whatever you do without that is not sustainable. I'll tell you, you'll give up Mm -hmm. until you truly love yourself. And then it's like thing, it it just changes everything. Once you start to practice self-love. So all this sounds so like easier said than done. Like I know you you have a book. So first tell yeah. us about your book and how yeah. you help women reach, yes. reach this. 
So I've published a book called 50 Questions to Answer When You Reach 50. And my goal with the book was to empower women to rediscover their purpose and passion in life. And so it's a series of 50 questions that ordinarily you probably wouldn't even think about. And some of them quite uncomfortable. But my goal with this book is to get you to fall in love with yourself one question at a time. That's my goal. Mm. I'm going to put that on my reading list for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you have these amazing international retreats. I know oh, I, I said that her. in the beginning. Yes, yes. And the next one is Greece. That sounds yes. amazing. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I love, I mean, I love doing these retreats. And I started them a few years ago. And the reason why I started them was I realized for a lot of women, they would probably, you know, they'd go on these family vacations. And most of the time, I would say probably 70, 60 to 70% of the time, they were the ones organizing it, right? And so to organize these family vacations, and when they would come, back it's like they need a vacation from the vacation because they did everything on the vacation yeah and so I thought to myself you know what I want to create a retreat that is just focused on women where they don't have to worry about what to bring because I'll give them a packing list all they have to worry about is they pay the fee if they have any dietary requirements that will be taken care of because I would get a personal chef. Um, the, all they have to really worry about is the flight. And I did that because I wanted women to, you know, like some people like to use points. Some prefer maybe a first class or business class, or some people prefer one type of airline. And because people come from all different places, I'm like, you do the flight. Sure. And I go over the flight with them. Like when they're, before they book it, I always look at the itinerary, just be sure because they're going to an international place. I want to make sure the time zones are all right. <laughs> So they do that. But as soon as they land, I send someone out there to pick them up. They're picked up from the airport. They're brought to the villa. It's normally a private villa. The view is always amazing because that's one of the, the, the rules. I'm like, it has to be somewhere where it's just amazing. And the views are beautiful. And when they get there, all their needs are taken care of. I mean, I had one woman in one of my retreats where she liked her coffee at 730 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, guess what? We had someone deliver coffee to her at 730 in the morning in her, in her room. So we make sure that women are taken care of. And the the program is we start in the morning with breakfast. And then in the afternoon, in the mid morning, we do coaching. So group coaching and and the whole premise of the the retreat is really to allow women to reconnect more with themselves. Mm -hmm. And we do that. And then during the afternoon, they have free time. And that's time when they can, if they want to make phone calls back home, if they want to just sit by the pool, if they want to take a nap, they can do whatever they please. And then in the evening, we normally have an adventure. And so the adventure could be um, a cooking class on the beach. Um, It could be a yacht trip. It could be caving like we did when we're in Thailand. Or um, we could go to the uh, market when we were in Morocco. We went to the amazing market in the evening. I mean, we had all these amazing adventures Um, and I love doing that because it's interesting to see how women change when they're, when they're supported. Like the first couple of days you can find, you see them, they're kind of little antsy, like, oh, I don't know about this. And then by day three, it's like, they are comfortable. They're like, it's almost like they're teenagers. Like they're so excited and they get happy. And then by day seven, they're like, I have to go back home. I'm like, yeah, you do. (laughs) Because they have enjoyed, I mean, think about this. For seven days, someone prepares meals, nourishing meals for you daily. You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to think about what to eat because it's there. You want, you know, every, and everything is so freshly prepared because that's the other things like 
nourishing meals that have to be really mm-hmm. fresh. So you get all of that and you go on different adventures. We're in the bus together with other like-minded women. I mean, it's just so much fun. It really is. Oh my gosh, Kwavi, it sounds like a dream. Like it, <laughs> it sounds is. like a dream. It is like amazing. I want it to is. go. <laughs> it is amazing. And you should come. You should come. We have one oh, spot for Greece left. So you should. I love it. It is so much. I mean, it's so much fun. The women bond. I mean, we have so much fun. We take pictures. Oh, and the other thing we do is on the last day, we have, we always have like a, a special dinner the last day, mm-hmm. um, the night before, the last night. And it's always a theme. Like when we were in Thailand, I think it was like, um, I remember it was like we had different colors for Greece. We're going to have an like an all white event. So there's always something, you know, exciting. It sounds Mm -hmm. amazing. And you, you were spot on too. When you said when females, when you go away on vacation, you come back exhausted and Mm -hmm. funny because we're in two days, (laughs) we're going away for a few nights to a beach location, you know, close Mm -hmm. by to my house, maybe just three hours South. Yes. But there's five of us in the family. Yes. And it's a, it's a timeshare. So guess who's cooking like mo- yeah. most city meals? Me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, it's, yeah, I'm going on vacation, but it's not vacation. No, that's <laughs> a th- it's exactly. And this, I'm telling you, the women, they abs. In fact, I've had women who have been on three of them. Like they, wow. they want to go back because, yeah. because where do you go where you're actually pampered and taken care of? And then you're actually also growing in your mind because we do all these different things through coaching where, you know, to kind of help you out too. So it's just, I love it. I really, I love seeing the expression on the women's faces because you can see the difference between day one and day seven. It's amazing. Yeah, I can only imagine. It sounds, like I said, wonderful. I would love even just two nights at a Motel 6 by myself. I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? Sometimes that's all you just need. A, I just you put me in a dark room by myself somewhere alone with some books. Exactly. No, yeah. no nobody asking, you know, no nana, 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 because I'm raising my that's granddaughter. Um, yeah, nothing, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, but Greece, Greece sounds a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Somebody wanted to find out more about you, how to work yes. with you, where can they yes. find you? All right. So I have a website. My website is www.quavi and Quavi spelled K-W-A, V is in Victor I.com. So you can find me there. Um, and when you reach me there, you can find a way to, if you want to schedule a free consult, because I do offer one-on-one coaching. I also have an online community just for women 50 and over called Flourish. You can also find information on that on my website. And if you're interested in retreats, there's an, also an option for my retreats on there too. That is awesome. Thank you. Yes. I mean, so cool. First of all, I love your accent. Oh, because thank you. You have the coolest name. It's just Quavi, <laughs> just one name. I love just it. Just one and, name. That's yeah. it. <laughs> and I know you you guys can't see her because obviously this is audio, but I saw her on video. She's beautiful. She's stunning. Oh, thank so, you. Very, thank you. very cool. Well, thank you so much. I think this thank is you. this is definitely a something everybody who hits 50 and over they need. Yeah, we have to stop shrinking back. And yeah, we have no, nothing else to contribute. Oh to my world. goodness, there is so much out there for you, ladies. And also, I want you to, for the ladies listening, start to practice some self love for yourself mm-hmm. and self compassion. I mean, beating yourself up, there's no benefit in that. So, I want you to kind of look like, okay, you know what? I have this next chapter of my life ahead of me. How do I want to create it? And I'll tell you this, your best years are not behind you. They're ahead of you. Yeah, that's, yeah. we're going we're gonna to leave it like that. Cause that you can't, <laughs> you can't beat that line. Your best years are ahead of you. 
Yep, they are. They definitely totally are. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So good. So yeah. good. Well, thank yeah. you, Kwavi. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for all the listeners. I appreciate you taking the time to listen. Thanks so much for listening. But before you go, if you found value in today's show, I would love it if you would take a screenshot of this episode and share it with others on social media. And be sure to hit that subscribe button and head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to rate and leave a review. It is how we can empower, educate, and shift how others visualize their lives. Until next time, my friend, remember to live a life untapped. You are worth it. Thank you.